This week's show is brought to you by Venice Beach Beverage. Try their delicious line of ginger teas with 100% daily vitamins in every can. And make sure you try my favorite, Black Cherry. Visit them online at venicebeachbeverage.com. The following episode is intended for mature audiences only. Listen to discretion is advised. Good night, mates. Joining me is the Notorious Ricky Lee, and we're on this frequency, brought to you by the Rose City Sound Podcast Network, where we talk about being a unique human in the universe and everything that comes with it. So without further ado, let's get started. Enjoy. been a while it feels like it's been a while it's been a like a very long short while true that i think in natalie and ricky time it's like a thousand years mm-hmm. um definitely feels that way so you have me in the therapy chair today <laughs> that was intentional i know it was intentional but i'm feeling good about it yes um just a disclaimer i'm on my period and I'm about to start my period. And, and I'm shady. about to start my period. <laughs> <laughs> We're all perioding around here. It makes a difference. You know, nature. It makes, I want to cry about everything right now. Mm-hmm. I'm so sensitive about everything. We just had a full moon. I'm eating chips. <sighs> it's been rough. It's been rough. But so, um, where have you been, girl? <laughs> like, I, like, Q, where in the world is Carmen San Diego? Where in the world is Ricky Lee Moda? <laughs> I just, I have not seen you heard from you what the fuck i've been m.i.a not really i've been working no yeah i know you've been definitely working working. working yeah working hard and so like i went to the hello stranger team that's the the job that i got um after leaving (laughs) autos but hello stranger they're an incredible organization i love everyone that i've met there uh, they're a production company, and they're led by Angela Romero. Mm. I've not been this excited about working with another person in a really long time. She has an incredible story. Yeah. And this woman is on a mission. So between that and some great incoming work uh, with the Dodgers, yes. I'm knee-deep in the very much in the world that I wanted to be in. Like, mm. straight up, I'm just in it. And yeah. I just want to be around that. That's so good. All the time. And I haven't been home much. You know, we've been able to, to release some episodes that we had already worked on previous to that. Yeah. And so, which is fine because then I come back and I'm like, you have a new business. And I'm like, what the hell is going on? I'm like, like a what whole did I new, miss? You're a whole woman. new person. <laughs> a whole new world. It really is. And so, um, so we'll get into all of how, all of just everything that's been happening um, through this whole thing and I already want to cry <laughs> I already want to cry and I haven't even said the fucking funk no you haven't um but this get ready everyone grab your wine box of tissues some tea I don't know what sedate yourself because chocolate. get some chocolate too <laughs> we're all gonna cry grab um, your pet <laughs> yes hold them hold close them. yes hold them yes. close because we have a very special very emotional episode coming up that's very near and dear to us it is about our pets their lifespans but before that, this week, instead of moments of rage, we've been inspired by moments of sadness. So, um, all last week, um, I had been preparing to lose my cat, Duchess. And for those of you that know, know that Duchess and I, like, this has been my homegirl since I was 16 years old. And, you know, she's just, this last week, she was just starting to look a little fragile, a little sad. And so I was like, fuck, man, I'm going to have to call the vet and see if I can get her um, an appointment. So I'm talking to them and I'm explaining to them, you know, what I'm seeing. You know, she hasn't been eating. She's barely drinking any water. Um, and so I tell the vet, like, 
you know, I, I know she's old. She's about 16. So I kind of know where this is going, but I just want to see if you have anything where you can see her. Maybe you can let me know. Give me some advice. So they're like, okay, well, you know, um, I don't have anything until Saturday. And at this point, it was like Tuesday when I had called. So I'm like, fuck, like, okay, you know, it's fine. And so they, they tell me, you know, based on the symptoms and what you're telling me, um, she might not make it. And I'm going to give you the emergency vet number, you know, just in case you're going to be prepared. Um, you know, take her there. Okay. So I take the number down and I call Mike and I'm like, hey, you know, like, I don't think she's going to make it. And, um, and so the vets, you know, they gave me this information. And so just so you know, and this is where I'm at. And he's like, okay, it's going to be okay, Natalie. I'm like, yeah, yeah it's going to be gonna okay. It's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. And I, I really, from Tuesday, I didn't think she was going to make it the next couple of days. I was like, fuck, like, she's not going to make it. Right, right. This bitch made it till Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> she made it all the way through. And she had already not been eating for a few days prior. So I was like, damn, she's really not going to eat for a whole week. And so she didn't. I think it's interesting that, you know, you call my brother and he's like, it's going to be fine. It's yeah. gonna be, I feel even worse now. Because yeah, yeah. when you call to tell me, I'm like, just put the cat down. <laughs> Don't let her suffer. If she's already going, she's not yeah. eating and she's pooping blood. Just yeah, please yeah. do not try to extend her life. I was so hard. Not hard on you, but right. I, in retrospect, right? Because I want it like... <laughs> Just cut the cord. Right, right. In the suffering for all. And I was so firm, so firm with you. And, and I think, like, that this is you and I being as logical and just facing the reality of, you know, a pet's lifespan is that, you know, we got to realize when it's time to go. Yeah. And, um, and for me, I had already, and, and knowing, like, other friends that have had pets and, and all the shit that they've try to do to save their pets lives i just think like damn you know you gotta go you gotta go <laughs> just let him go let him go let him and go. and so um that saturday when i you know i take her to the vet i'm already i'm already like preparing myself i'm, right. I'm thinking like this is it i'm gonna go and <laughs> yeah. the and that's it right not, let me just tell you i'm not laughing because i think it's no I, no it was i was nervous right because it is when nervous I, when, that. I, when i finally saw your post I think it was Saturday that yeah. you posted right yeah I'm sitting in the car and all I read is I've spent the last 16 years with this cat yeah and I lose my shit in the car I'm like yeah oh my god I was yeah. telling Barley that's half of Natalie's life yes with this cat yes this cat that she's the cat that's slobbered cat is it the slobbery yes, cat yes slobbery oh cat oh my god this cat basically fucking raised me and shit <laughs> and that's when I was like Oh my God, this has to be so emotional. It, I was a wreck. And you listen, I'm driving up like a block away to the vet and I'm, and I'm playing meditation music. I'm trying to calm myself down. Like, no, I hadn't. So look, and so just to give you my fucking day, I had to do this by myself. I had no support. I had no one holding my hand through this. It was just me and the cat driving to the vet. You had Duchess with you. Yes, and so, it was such an intimate thing. Oh my gosh, you have no idea. I'm playing meditation music. I'm driving up, and she starts meowing like this, like <laughs> sad meow. <laughs> and I'm like, it's okay, Duchess. So I just start losing my shit. She knew. She knew. She knew. She oh, starts God. crying, and then <laughs> I start bawling my eyes out. I'm like, it's okay, Duchess. It's okay. And um, I get to the vet, you know, they tell me to sign here, blah, blah, blah. I, I do that whole bit. And I'm sitting outside of the vet waiting for them to call me in. And I just can't stop crying. And I'm walking in. And I think, like, they have the volunteer assistant there that's Pet helping support, me. Moral yes, support. Yes. And she's like, you know, um, so she's taking the information. You know, what are the symptoms? And she had such a, like, tender, soothing voice. Like, she mm, knew. Yeah. And... And so I'm like, I'm so sorry. And she gives me tissue. Like, I just, I'm just trying to prepare myself. And I, and thinking back, I'm like, oh my God, like, thank goodness for vets and their compassion and all yeah. of their grace Absolutely. and holding their shit together because I couldn't, I couldn't imagine being on that end and seeing me like a mm. person cry over their pet. I would just probably lose it. <laughs> and so, and so anyway, um, so the doctor finally comes in and he's, um, you know, he's scoping her out. He's checking her vitals and like her heart and all of this. And he kind of is massaging her stomach and he's like, oh, you know, 
God. We can do some blood work, but um, I can't guarantee anything. And so at that point, like, he's going to give me my options, right? So he's telling me my options, and you can do the blood work. We don't know. So you can euthanize her. Right. I'm like, okay. Um, I think if, if you're telling me that the best choice is to euthanize her, then let's just do that. And so immediately, like, just his whole vibe, uh, everyone's, like, body languages changed. Like, the energy in the room just shifted because I think they were trying to prepare me, right? Or maybe I, like, so, that's how wait, I felt. So are you saying that they were relieved that you chose that? Yes, I think I, so. Okay, But okay. also, like, the way that, the way that he, that he, um, he tells me what's going to happen next. Mm. So he leans over the little counter where Duchess is laying. He kind of puts his arm around her and he leans over to me, like to look at me straight in the face. And he's kind of like, okay, Natalie, this is what we're going to do. But he doesn't like lose eye contact with me. He stays focused. Yes. Mm. And so at this point, I'm slow crying. Okay. (laughs) Muted crying. You're just like, because I'm trying to oh, listen, and I, and I think, you know, doctors know, right? Or vets know. It's like, we're going to do two things. And, he's, and I don't even remember now. But the first shot is to, I guess, like, calm her. And then the next one is basically her heart will, will right, stop. Right. So he's telling me, it's going to be okay. This is the best choice for your cat. And, like, right. he's, and he's trying to be as clear as possible and trying to make me understand what's going to happen. I'm like, okay. I just okay. want our audience to... Um, I want to paint a picture here. Natalie closed up her laptop, <laughs> adjusted her microphone, and made complete eye contact with me the entire to... time as if I was there. It was a little awkward. I'm not gonna was... lie. I just, because I wanted to paint the picture. Right yeah, I wanted, I wanted you to feel how I felt That's and what I experienced. Vet, That's an excellent yes. vet. Yes. Ricky, did I you feel think... like you were there right now? Yes, I do. <laughs> I, I kind of felt it too. because like The energy transferred. Like, and she was like, no, it. no, you're coming with me on this journey. You see? <laughs> You oh see, God. and so, and that just so that you guys can understand, like how I felt, how it was the the vet doctor, his volunteer assistant, and then another nurse. So I had three people in there with me, which was completely unnecessary. Now that I'm th- talking about it, but all required, like they all had to be there. Um. So anyway, um, and what happens next? Next is the obvious. You know, they left me alone with her. They let me have my moment, and. Um, and so she passed away on Saturday. She Damn. lived to be 16 years old. <sighs> I had her, you know, like you said, half my life. And I'm just really happy that she lived all that she could. She lived till a the good very, life. Till the very fucking end. Till the and end. no complications, meaning like she had no major health issues throughout her life. And so she died a happy old lady. R.I.P. Duchess. <sighs> R.I.P. Duchess. <sighs> I feel good about this. I feel better. <laughs> I feel like I can move on now. I'm glad. I thought I was going to cry more than I did. Damn. But now that I just threw this all at you guys. Well, it made me actually think of another story that I'll save for our main segment when we talk about pets. But remind yeah. me to tell you how this all ties back to my Aunt Rosie, too. <laughs> yes. No, it yeah. always does. Yeah, absolutely. It always does. Well, my original moment of rage... It's kind of a petty one, and it originally had to do with some douchebag at a Dodger game. Mm-hmm. We were doing a live set, and it was a Bad Bunny song. Uh, it was a Bad Bunny song, and shit. it was so crazy because the guy was dancing. Mm. And I was like, yo, he's feeling Bad Bunny. And he goes up to, I think it was Hex who was DJing. He was like, play music in English. No. Play music in English. And I was like, oh, man. No, he wasn't. Yeah. So he was basically mocking it he, while he, as he was, was dancing he was, up. He was. So that was my original moment what of rage. But I was so... I was reading your outline for in preparation of today's episode. I was so inspired by your moment of sadness mm-hmm. that it made me really like dive into my current state, which mm-hmm. I would dub as my moment of sadness. I'm going through changes. I was trying to learn this song on the piano this week because it's such a good song. Which I recently learned was, and I can't even remember what the name of the dude. This is an original song by um, not Charles Bradley. Mm. He was in a metal band, Bartley. Mm, um, oh God, you're asking the wrong dude. No, you watch. You're I, gonna know. I feel I'm a go- like I know too. Yes, because um, I, I this version of the song I heard from that metal band, and I had never heard it from the metal band. I was like, what? This is crazy. Um, so I was inspired by that song, Black Sabbath. Is it? Yes, it's Black Sabbath. 
What's his name? Who's the lead singer of Black Sabbath? Ozzy Osbourne, Osbourne. wrote this for his wife. Mm. That's the original song. Mm. I'm going to play it. Mm. Original here. song. Did you find it? Oh. This is the Black Sabbath version. I never even, I've never even heard it. There it is. so sad right now mm. yeah there you go so with that song it really kind of made me what i discovered my moment of sadness is that vulnerability is worse than fear yeah like i am in a state of vulnerability in my life right now right i yeah. really want to throw myself into what i'm doing right now like full time not that i'm not doing it full time but when i go in i go hard like right. i don't even I go almost like I have blinders on and I just go. Yeah. And I feel like I can't do that because I live over here in the Inland Empire. Ah. You're going to change. My family is over here, right? Mm-hmm. And I've been living part-time with Jess. You know, she's been humble enough to let me in and crash at her house when we have Dodger events and Hello Stranger events. And, yeah. you know, that drive home, it does something to you, right? For sure. And so I feel like... Like, I don't belong anywhere. Like, I don't have a home, right? Because I'm living yeah. with Jess part-time, and then I come home here. But even here, it's studio time, so I don't have, like, my communal space with my yeah. family. Yeah. So I feel so out of place everywhere. Yeah. And Where I'm is kind home? of like, yeah. And so that has me feeling vulnerable. And it has me really reflecting on all of the things that I haven't healed. Like, yeah. once, once I left, that autos where I was there for 17 years, I realized how much of a band-aid it was to my life, mm-hmm. right? Because you, you're thinking about, you're raising your family, you're mm-hmm. doing your thing, you're, you're providing and all of that, and you lose touch of who you are and what you want. Yeah. So now that the band-aid was ripped off, yeah. it's back to just me. Yeah. And then it's me looking at... Well, now you're just like, what is this me? What is this me? And I see this me and I want to go, but then I'm like, wait a minute. But I still have responsibilities here. And mm-hmm. I am the only source of responsibility for these little people. Yeah. I don't have anybody else that I can rely on yeah. to say, hey, Rick, go do your, like, handle your business. And so it's that mommy guilt. I almost feel like it's in a, like mommy guilt and then it's all emotional. It's all just like a lot of. It is. It is because, because here I thought, all right, cool. Well, that was 17 years ago when I couldn't dive into this career. Yeah. Things are different. No, it's like you're back in the same boat, surrounded by close people that uh, love you and are supposed to be there to help you, and then it's that's not the case. And mm-hmm. so it makes you feel alone, and it makes yeah. you feel like, why did I do this, you know? Right. So it has me, again, just feeling very vulnerable, and I had a great conversation with Jess, and she's like, that just means you're going through changes. <laughs> you're going yes. through changes. Like, yeah. you're going through all of these and it doesn't over, have to repeat itself. It won't. It can't. You know? It cannot repeat itself. And so that's why I'm feeling this way. And interesting, and I come back home, right, after just commuting back and forth, and I look around, and mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, this is why I have two dogs, two cats, and two foster kittens, because yeah. I'm yearning for, a, for affection yeah. from animals from pets yeah here come love me let me pet Mm -hmm. you let me take care of you not that i need anything else to take care of right but it's like that supplementary pets are that supplementary and they're always um ready and willing excited to see you you know purring with you petting with you so i'm like oh god this is what it is so yeah (laughs) our fucking pets man yeah so it all comes back to that but so let's go let's do moments (laughs) in love (laughs) so um Look up to the sky. Nicole Buss, I love her music. So, my moment in love, first of all, I was extremely shocked. I, you know, when I posted about Duchess, I was hesitant because, you know, cat ladies get a bad rep. They're cat ladies for a reason. I'm like, oh, Jesus, the cat lady. But I'm known as the cat lady. Every like my friends, people that follow me, they know I have cats and they know I get down from my cats. But mm. you're not just a cat person though. You're a dog you're person also too. And a plant so, person. And a plant person. Yeah. So you can't label <laughs> you yourself see, as a cat person. That's, listen. But but 
Being if you a had, dog if you had person? 20, if you had 20 cats, you're a cat person. I have three. Well, okay. I have three. Oh, that's <laughs> that still, feels that's, excessive. But you also have a dog. I have and four. You have plants. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. you're not just a cat person. And for so whatever... So much more than that, Natalie. Give thank, yourself some credit. Thank you, Bartley. I, I appreciate that. But, like, I really felt like... Dang, I'm about to put my business out there about my cat. And I was kind of feeling like, oh, I don't know if I should. I was just going to keep that ship to myself. Is it because you were afraid of... Being judged for being a cat lady. I would have never thought that. I, the only reason why I probably... I wouldn't have done it is because I'm like, fuck, now I got to deal with everybody saying, oh, condolences, condolences. And then the text message, like, being flooded by that. Right. But I'm surprised that your hesitation was because you didn't want to be deemed a cat lady. Well, not that I did... Yeah, maybe the cat lady thing. But also, maybe I didn't want people to have to feel sorry and give me their condolences over their... I Basically, I didn't feel like anyone would understand. That's interesting. I didn't feel like anyone would share my feelings. So let me ask you this. <laughs> now that I reflect and think that I was a real asshole to you and I was like, just put the cat down! Uh-huh. Did you think that I would understand? Yes. Okay, good. A thousand percent. God, thank God. No, thank yeah. God. But... I mean, that was you and I having that conversation was also like me preparing myself for like, this is what we got to do. But also like being logical and like, yeah, Ricky, you know what? (laughs) We got to do this. We we have to end, you know, the end is the end and that's it. Can't beat around the bush. We can't. And by the way, we actually had a completely different episode planned this week. But in honor of Duchess and in honor of realizing how much pets actually really do mean to us. Yeah. I mean, it was appropriate to do this. It is so appropriate. And and even more, you know, after you told me that we had to do this, um, I had people sending me DMs, calling me. You called me crying. I did. I called you crying. And An- I posted about you crying, too. Um, another one of my friends was day drinking. She called me crying. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. Yeah. I just, and I think that everyone, and that made me just realize everyone has a pet story. And everyone, more than we think, has this attachment and loyalty and commitment to their pets. Even those that don't have pets. And I say that because Bartley does not have pets, but he loves our pets. Mm -hmm. He's the dog whisperer here. He is. You know, Bartley really does love I love all the pups. Mm. All the pups. Jorge, Sophia, (laughs) Oscar. Oscar. (laughs) They love you too. (laughs) Whoever else comes. Love all the dogs. We love them. So... And I was glad that you did do that because I think it really kind of expresses to everyone like the power of of love that you have for an animal. So as a result of that, my my moment in love is kind of a funny one, Mm -hmm. but I couldn't stop talking about this cat. (laughs) I couldn't stop talking about Duchess. And I I was talking to DJ Severe about this and we were talking about how when our pets die, we buy another pet. Yeah. Buy another animal to kind of like, okay, mm-hmm. feel better about this. Mm-hmm. Here you go. You got another animal. <laughs> and, and I said, well, that's why I got Sophia. And he says, what do you mean that's why you got Sophia? I said, Oscar's old. So for those of you who don't know, I have Oscar. Oscar was my divorce dog. When I got <laughs> divorced, my mom took me to a shelter. She was like, get a dog. You need a dog because you're drinking too much and you're all over the place. Get a dog. And so we've had Oscar for like 11 years. Oh. So, but he was already three years old. So Oscar's like 14 years old. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Oh, shit. So he's got his little grays and yeah, all that, right? He's, so I he's a grumpy old he's dude. He's a right grumpy now. old dog, right? Oh, so Severe's like, what? No. What is he? Any day now, Oscar? Any day now he's going to die? Don't cough, Oscar, because God forbid they're going to put you down because <laughs> Sophia's here now. And Sophia's a pup that we got like eight months ago. He had me cracking up. I felt so <laughs> terrible because I know when Oscar dies. Oof. And so listen. Oh, forget about it. I will be. Okay. So Oscar, I got. He's my divorce dog. Right. And then like maybe, maybe three months later, we got Agnes. I, I won Agnes Aww. at a Bunko game. We went to L- downtown LA. I was with a friend. We're playing Bunko and I win Agnes. What is she Bunko? was Agnes? Bunko's like a Don't look at me. I don't play <laughs> I can't remember. It's just we'll kind of like later. a bingo game, but not oh. it's like an old lady game. But Okay. 
Agnes, oh, suitable then. Suitable for you. <laughs> Agnes was half Papillon, half Yorkie. Mm-hmm. Beautiful, blonde, luxurious yeah, hair. She was so cute. <laughs> I took her home that night, and her and Oscar became great friends. Yeah. And so, I think like two years ago, so Agnes, I would have had Agnes for eight years, mm. along with her partnership with Oscar. Mm-hmm. I moved into a place that was a major, had a major street, and Agnes was hit by a car, and she died. Oh. I didn't go to work for two days. I was completely devastated. And I was like, I'm never buying dogs ever again. I'm done with dogs. For the record, I called off today. I knew it. Because you're looking for your you lost pet. A, you your lost dog. a member of your family. And that yes. should count towards yeah. bereavement. It does. Yeah. it does, 100%. Absolutely. So I remember you guys try to get me out of the house. You're like, we're at Paulie's Pizza. Come out. And I'm like, no, yeah. I can't be in public right now. I'm so sad. Yeah. And I was like, I'm never having dogs again. Which is how my family ended up transitioning into cats. Mm. But Sophia would be the first dog mm-hmm. that I accepted having back oh. as a dog. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yes, after Agnes died. Mm. And it was because, well, when Oscar dies. And so now we have any day now. <laughs> Listen. And so, wait, so that was my moment of love. I came home and I just snuggled with Oscar all night. That dog and should. I have been through some shit. Yeah. Oscar has been with me through some incredible, <laughs> incredible times. And had it not been for that dog, I probably would have drank myself to death. They save, they really do save us they in do. ways that I don't think, like, it's between, like, our human, the human and our pet. Yeah. And that's it. And so to add to your decision to add another pet member to your family, that's why we got Penelope. And that's why I said yes, yes. to the cat. Um, during Christmas because I was like, you know what? Duchess is getting up there in age. I mean, Changita follows close behind. She's like three years younger. Oh my I God, did too. I just curse Oscar? I, don't, I mean, oh no. no, we're knocking on wood right now or wherever there is. But um, that, that's the whole reason too. I was like, you know what? We need to get another. We need to get a baby cat. So here we are. And they got to spend some great time together. Yeah. Duchess and, and what's her name? Penelope? Penelope. Penelope's such a cute cat, too. Penelope. Oscar reminds me of a neighbor I had growing up as a kid. A human neighbor? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the grumpy old man that would come out, like if you walked on his grass, <laughs> yeah. would come out and like <laughs> snap. <laughs> 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 yep. And then you start to walk away and he's still... <laughs> so the reason why I was explaining to Severe that he's losing his mind is in the very beginning when we were first coming to the studio, he knew you guys. He wouldn't bark at you guys. Oh, no. And now... He like barks at them like he doesn't know who they are, and I'm like, Oh no! <laughs> oh no! Well, no, he barks at me until I start petting him, and then he's cool. And then and as like, soon as I stop, as soon as I stop petting him, he freaks out. Yep. Oh no, Oscar! Yeah. Any day now, Oscar. Oh, no, oh. I'm gonna bring Jorge over. Oh, I need, Jorge. I need I some. Jorge. I need some play dates. And together. at this point, the moment Oscar goes, I'm gonna start crying. Oh, man, I just put all my kudos out. <laughs> Fuck. Well, um, so fucking these fucking pets, man. It's all moments of sadness and love. It's the full circle. It's the circle of life. But it's all emotional. It is. So let's get into our main segment. Personal experiences with our animals. Yes, 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 yes. So so my personal experiences have been we've always had dogs growing up. And um, we could never have cats. So, and I was always, like, there's pictures of me, at, I don't, and I don't know whose people's houses, but I'm petting a cat. And I'm, and I'm like, this is when I know, I knew I was a cat lady. Hold that on, was probably like four. But you said, we could never have cats. Yeah. Why? My mom was allergic, said every Latina ever. Ever. Every Latina mom. Every Latina mom ever. I have allergies. Yes. I'm allergic. Yes. You're allergic to the dog too, but you like the dog more. Yes. It's the same thing. And <laughs> what is it with that stigma? It drives me wild. I have no it drives idea. Me wild. Let me tell you, when I moved into my mom's house, yeah. I had two cats. Yeah. Tracy, the people's cat. Mm-hmm. Love Tracy. Beautiful, long-haired, oh, yeah, black and white Tracy. tuxedo cat. And? And Dutch. Duchess, right? <laughs> Duchess. I call I call her White Lightning mm. because she's an all white, short haired cat, and you can never see her, so she's always like, Phew! so I call her li- White Lightning. Yeah, that's it's such an appropriate phew, phew, name, phew. Yeah. like because she's there one minute and, and then, then you blink mad. and she's gone. Phew, phew, phew. 
So my mom's like, oh, God, no. Yeah. The cats, I'm going to have allergies. I'm not going to be. It was yeah. a whole dramatic, like, yeah. I'm going to die. How am I going to survive this? I would just like to say that for the record, both cats sleep with my mother now. <laughs> she did not die of allergies. You know what? I just she wanna... loves those cats. Cats have healing frequencies, so I believe all of it. I believe that, <laughs> your, that the cats just, like, did a thing and your mom was all in. Um, but so, so, yeah, so my mom was always like, no, 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 I'm allergic. And and that's how that's how she played it, and that's what I believed. I was like, oh, okay, well, she's allergic. Guess I can't. So then, how cats. the how the hell did you pull off getting Duchess at home? So one day, so we had a dog um, at that time. What who, was the dog's name, and what kind of dog was it? Archie. It, Archie <laughs> was a he was a pointer, a pointer mix. He's a okay. curly hair small dog. Um, okay. So I'm sixteen, and you know I gotta take care of this dog now. And so he had, he needed some shots and he needed those kind of shots where you go in one week and then you go back. You got to go back right. for the booster. So I go to this vet and he's like, okay, come back in a week or whatever it is. Okay. And so they call me and they want to confirm my appointment for the booster. I'm like, okay, yeah, I'll be there. And so the vet tells me, hey, by the way, um, you know, I don't know if you have any other pets, but I have a cat. And she, the vet brought this up? Yes. That's interesting. And so so he's telling me that he has this cat that needs a home because he's leaving to the Philippines and he's closing up shop. And hold on, was the vet hot? No, he was an older gentleman. Oh, damn it. Okay. From the Philippines. So he's like, I'm going back to my country and um I have this six month old uh cat. And, you know, I'm really looking for a home. I know you're coming in, um, you know, in a couple days. I'd like for you to see her. Uh, maybe you want to um, adopt her. I'll give you to, I'll give it, I'll give her to you for free. Um, so she's, he's telling me all of this. And he goes, she's, she's a Siamese mix with blue eyes. And you're thinking, sir, but how are you going to explain to my mother that right. she won't be allergic right, to this right. motherfucking cat? So I'm already, but I'm already sold. He tells me I have a cat and I'm like, oh my God, I need this cat. And for the record, I've never heard of a vet trying to sell a cat. Well, That's and the first. So, so this is what happens, right? And then I go in and he's like, look at her. And so like, he like just gives me this cute little cat who's scared of everything. I want to find this vet. It has like watery or she has watery eyes. So Her he tells me crystal eyes. He tells me though that she's sick. Like she has some kind of eye something. Something's wrong with her eyes. So she was sick when I got her. But he gave me all the medication. Oh, just come back if you need more. I leave at the end of the month. Um if anything happens between now and then, I'll be here. I'll give you whatever she needs. Cool. Perfect. So I take this cat home and mind you, before I got her and before I even knew what she looked like, I already knew that I wanted to name her Duchess. So Duchess was already mine before I, hate, I even for met For the record, her. the name Duchess for me is so princessy. So, and like, oh but it was it goes back to your affinity uh, with the, the royal family. It's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> all the lines. Man, I got to heal with that. Sorry. Well, why did Trigger. you guys name the cat Duchess? Your cat. Or Alina I didn't named, name the Alina cat Duchess. It? Alina named the cat Duchess. Why'd she name it Duchess? I don't know. It's probably influenced by my Aunt Rosie because she named somebody else's dog Duchess. Actually, I think she named my um, my best friend Nance her, her dog. I think the dog was named Duchess. But I could give a shit about Duchess. That's why I call her White Lightning because that's her real name because that is what she is, White Lightning. I'm sure Alina can has a different opinion. I just don't have a royalty but. bone in my body. <laughs> um... So anyway, uh, so that's how I got Duchess. Um, so what did your mom say when you showed up with this cat? Regresa ese gato inmediatamente. ¿Qué estás haciendo? Take that cat back. We don't want this shit. Hell no. And I'm not going to be cleaning up after it. And I'm not going to be doing this. And you better take it back. No, 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 no. Y todo el gato de pelo por todos lados. And this, oh, that. The cat hair. Oh, oh my, my God. God. So I didn't hear the end of it for like a week. And but I stuck to my guns. I was like, we're keeping this cat. It's my duty. They called me for a reason. We're keeping her. And so we did. And sure enough, my mom had she for its entire being did not want anything to do with Duchess. Really? Yeah. No, she's like, you know what? Then I got to give my mom credit. Yeah. 
Yeah, Damn, because I even like I text my mom, mom that just passed away, and she's like, "Oh, I'm sorry," no. but like through, but like through text, right? Okay, I'm expecting like maybe she's gonna call me or like something. She's like, oh, "Okay, um, you know, I'm sorry," okay, okay, look. and then she goes. It's okay. At least you still have Changuita. And I'm like, damn it. No. Okay, listen, listen. In your mom's defense, just think about the generation that she was raised no, by. And okay? I, yeah. Like, we, they probably ate cats. Yeah. Probably ate cats. And, it wasn't a and that's where I was like, no quiero un taco de gato. No. <laughs> no, no. Wow. But, and to her, like, like you said, it's just not her thing. It, she did not have feelings for, just for pets in general. She's always like kind of grossed out by them. You know what? Actually, though, I would really love to explore because, and it is a generalization. Yeah. But I do feel like most Latinos do not like cats. I don't, yeah. You don't like them. And I think I we think just... It's a masculinity thing. Dogs are masculine. Mm. Right? Mm. Dogs are... Yeah. They're all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cats are not. Cats could give a shit about what you think. Right. right. And maybe just... So maybe that's where they... I don't know. I'm just... just I'm... But well, it's true. It's annoying that every, the allergy thing is the greatest thing of all time. And I'm also thinking that, like, we tr- there's, I mean, just cultures just treat their pets differently. And even dogs, um, even in the Latino culture or community and all of this, how the generations passed, the dogs were meant to guard your backyard. And Keep they were on a leash. Yeah. On a, not a leash, but just like just a dog the, run type thing. Mm-hmm. It can be tied up for hours. Yeah. It makes no difference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it's different. Um, but, yeah. So, I had all kinds of pets growing up. Like, in the summertime, I would spend in um, San Ignacio, in Prajedisque Guerrero, Chihuahua, Mexico. Mm. Look at that long ass name. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like I should say Country's. a little prayer. Country and state here. Yeah. And I was always around, you know, chickens, ducks, cows, goats. I had a favorite goat. Every year I would return the goat, would know that I was there, and we would hang out, and then the goat was eaten. So, Did your goat have a name? Of, or the goat? I don't remember giving the goat a name. I probably did name it something. But, you know, it was, I've always been around animals. My mm-hmm. mom had birds mm-hmm. in the household. We had dogs. Never cats. Never mm-hmm. cats. No, yeah. And then I grew um, an affection for finches. And the father of my children actually built me a, I think it's called an aviary. Aviary. Um, I don't know how to mm. say the proper word. The aviary. Aviary. Mm-hmm. And I had nun finches, lady goldian finches, zebra finches. Wow. Oh my God. I was fascinated with birds. I wanted them to have this like open, large, open space. And they were breeding. Oh, it was wow. amazing. And then one day I was like, no one should be trapped like this. What am I doing? Uh, he had one of those. Well, of oh, course. It was, yeah. it was devastating. It yeah. was I, I the don't realization know. maybe. Yeah. Like I wouldn't want to be a caged bird. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that even now as a, an adult person. But so <laughs> I've always had animals growing, growing up in the household. And I just remember hearing my parents saying, I told you that you had to pick up the dog poop, but here we are picking up the dog poop ourselves. Like, it was always a A battle. Yeah. I didn't really have a connection with pets until, like I said, I had Oscar. He was my divorce dog. Yeah. And, you know, we had a relationship. I had to think about what I was going to do when he wasn't home. He had Mm -hmm. anxiety. Mm -hmm. He had feeding issues. He had all kinds of things. So (laughs) I had to learn how to, you know, adapt to having a, a pet in my bed. Yeah. Oscar and I used to sleep together, obviously. Hey, come snuggle with me. Yeah. And there was something comforting about him being there. Yeah. I didn't feel alone. It's always comforting. So it wasn't until then that I really understood the relationship between human being and pet. Mm. And then the cat introduction came for me. I always loved cats growing up, but again, yeah, we're we, allergic. We were, we're alert. Don't <laughs> touch the cat. You're going to break out in a rash. You're going to do this. You're going to do that. So fine. <laughs> But I was living in a space, and I remember hearing a little meow outside of my window. And I was like, man, what is that? And then I hear, suddenly I hear my neighbor. I lived upstairs. Yeah. The neighbor was downstairs and across from me. All of a sudden, I hear this banging, just banging left and right, and oh this man gosh. yelling. So this man had 
a little kitten running around on by his door. Oh, no. And he was trying to smash the kitten with his broom, telling oh, no. it, like, die, die, die. Away. He wanted to kill the kitten and oh, scare shit. the kitten away. So I'm like, oh, my God. Long story short, he go, but that's what our, you know, that's what we do. Let's just mm. kill the animal that it's yeah. being an inconvenience. Get it away. Yeah. He goes into his house when the little kitten runs off. Mm-hmm. And so then I go outside and like, did anything happen to the kitten? Is the kitten okay? And right, I you're out looking usually for it now. do that, right. So I find the little kitten and I grab, grab the kitten, take it up to my, my, um, my apartment, gave it some water, made sure that it was okay. Yeah. And then I named the kitten Raja. Within moments of having this little kitten, I was in love. I'm like, you survived a beating and you yeah. should not have gone through that, blah, blah, blah. I FaceTime my Aladdin, kids. I'm right? like, look what I found. Here we go. We yeah. have a kitten now. Yeah. This kitten almost died. And so Raja stayed with us in the apartment. I remember calling my, my good friend Jody. She's mm-hmm. a cat expert. Mm-hmm. And she was at my house in seconds with like a little kitty litter kit, food, toys, oh, that's awesome. everything. So she helped me kind of really warm the cat up to the home. Yeah. Which we had Oscar and Agnes, two dogs. So the yeah. cat's like, oh my God, trauma after trauma. Right. Putting um, me in here with these dogs. So to make a long story short, Raja ends up getting pregnant or was pregnant at the time that we rescued her. Yeah. And then months later, I think it was my youngest daughter's uh, first day of second grade, maybe. I think she was about to start second grade. I can't remember. It wasn't that long. I met this cat, Raja. Raj, but no, but Raja was still at Edison School. That's the elementary school where my daughter goes to. So she was still in elementary school. Went when my, to. Went to because she's in high school now. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Shit. So she calls me, right? And she goes, Mama, Raja's going into labor. I'm going to miss my first day of school to make sure that these kittens get delivered. Oh, my gosh. And at this point, I'm 56 miles away at my work. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. And then these kittens were born on my bed. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) On my bed. (laughs) Mia successfully helped deliver kittens that Raja had. That is amazing. I love that story. Mia's delivered three different kitten batches. Well, she is she is the kitty whisperer. She is the kitty whisperer. I didn't realize that. Yeah, and and, and the know, dog whisperer. She's and an animal. She's an whisperer. animal whisperer. Yeah. She's the yes. Doctor Doolittle. Yeah. Yes. Yes. My little one. And let me tell you, as a mother, when your child, who's in elementary school, calls you and says, "I'm missing school because I'm about to deliver these kittens," <laughs> you let her do that. Yeah. Exactly. exactly. Because. In my mind, I'm like, wow, you're confident enough to call me to tell me that this is what's going to happen because right. you got to deliver kittens. Like okay, she's well, an expert and she knows yeah, exactly what she needs this. to do. Well, she, <laughs> probably, she probably learned more that day than she would have gone to school. Hands yeah. down. Hell Which is yeah. why I said, okay, cool, handle your business. Yeah. That was my introduction to cats. We have and to. So ever Talk since about then, natural biology lesson. Oh, my God. <laughs> right. So <laughs> now we just uh, foster kittens yeah. from the local shelter yeah. because... Unfortunately, cats do overpopulate and they're not mm. fixed and they're yeah. led astray and they're thrown out and they repopulate. So every kitten season, which is July and I can't remember the other month, mm-hmm. we go to the shelter and we help foster kittens. Mm-hmm. We help them, we get them healthy, we take them back until they're adopted. And that's because... Which, by the way, just as a fun fact here, I did get Penelope from you, from your cat plug. I have a... And the cat plug is separate from the shelter. <laughs> but here I we are am, just trying to save lives, y'all. Listen, if you need a kitten or a cat, call me. Send her a DM, y'all. Send me a DM. <laughs> we know where to get them. You slinging cats on the side? Is Hell that yeah. <laughs> I'm slinging lives, y'all. Meow, 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 meow. Bartley. Oh, oh man. Oh, we'll wait, we'll wait. He's late with the drop. Sorry. Meow, 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 meow. There it is. <laughs> it's because he's all in in this episode. That's why. Um, so how did we get here? How did we get to become so emotionally connected with our pets? That's a really good question. Because the the other day I called, oh God, this is going to be a generational thing too, okay? (laughs) I called you and I tell you how I'm annoyed that I was just in a conversation with someone (laughs) about putting booties Mm. on a dog's paws. Yeah. While going out on a hike. Yeah. And I was like, Natalie, can you believe this? Somebody wants to put booties on a dog. Like, they're dogs. <laughs> and they then, were wild animals. And here I am trying to, like, 
give you the benefit of the doubt and trying to give you another perspective. Like, I was so like pissed. This. I was she's, irritated. She's going to understand me right now when I say this. <laughs> and then I was like, Ricky, well, you know, it's because they get those little pointy things in between their paws or they can get a thorn stuck in between. And so if they're going hiking, like they put the little booties on so they won't hurt their paws. No dog wants to be in booties. We have domesticated animals. And then and then my other. How do we know? <laughs> how do She's not going to know. <laughs> um, and and the other reason, well, what I have seen booties on dogs more, more so than hiking, is when they're being walked on the cement or the asphalt. Because, because the floor is so hot, it burns their paws. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> oh, man. This is cracking me I'll up. I'll throw because... my tea at you. <laughs> no, because I get that. Yeah. I was at Dodger Stadium this week. <laughs> Security has a gold, golden retriever. Bartley wanted to pet the golden retriever. Well, guess what? When I went. Actually, I was like, hey, can I like walk over there so the dog will sniff me? <laughs> <laughs> Just beautiful, so casually. Beautiful yeah. golden yeah, retriever. Golden retrievers are beautiful. Except the day that I went, apparently it was too hot and the golden retrievers rocking around with booties. I and told I'm like, you. Oh, God. I told you. LAPD put a, booties on their dog. It's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. But if I look well, at the dog's have, face, the dog looks uncomfortable, okay? Okay, but. Take these booties off. But when was the last time you walked out in the summertime barefoot mm-hmm. on concrete or asphalt? Mm-hmm. So that shit is hot. Hell yeah. Listen. Yo soy del rancho. I will walk on barefoot in the volcano. I know how to walk on hot cement, rocks. Listen. Nah. You name it. Trust Our me. pets, they live on like wood floors and carpet. Right. They don't, they don't, in, in the AC. Yeah, no, like, come yeah on. they don't know no fucking volcano. What the hell? Get out of here. So, so um, if we were to ask the dogs for a pull, and the dogs They're going to the be ability, uncomfortable, but... Yeah. Wait, how do we know? We don't know. Well, because the way they walk, they walk all yeah. awkwardly with the booties they look, on. Yeah, but, and then they're like prancing weirdly. <laughs> right. But I bet you they'd much rather have the booties on than burn their paws. Yeah. Yeah. Just like you would much rather have shoes on than go barefoot on hot concrete or asphalt. Bartley and I are just going to get Sophia some booties and you just watch. I think I'm going to. Because yeah. I love that dog so much. And Our ancestors I built care. pyramids with no shoes. I care they about that dog's well-being. Yeah. We're going to do it, Bartley. You and Let's I. Let's do it. We're going to start a Sophia fun. We're going to get some booties. We're going to put her are in a little raincoat. Are you the same coat. type of people that would dress your dogs for Halloween? Oh, my God. Oh, my, I'm done. Well, I'm married to a super <laughs> dog person, so yes. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to second that because, um, well, you know what? We haven't dressed up Jorge for Halloween, but we did buy him a Saints jersey. Hold on. Let's, wait, let's talk about there that. There you go. Let's talk about that Saints jersey because yeah. the rumor has it that when they put that jersey on the dog. It's too tight. The dog gets super nervous. And it got t- It actually correct. Yeah, it corrected him. And he's he, like quiet and awkward. Yeah. Like, oh, I I can't move in this yeah. jersey. So Maybe he's work. not a Saints fan. Yeah. <laughs> or that. Or that's that. Probably we it. won't tell Mike that, though. He'll be super bummed out. But I think that that's where all of this emotion and sadness and this great feeling that we have about our pets comes in because, you know, we dress them and shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And, like, and we take pictures of our dogs and we share them with our friends. And I've done that. We, so take you our dress, to, you, we take our pets to meet our friends' pets. Same thing, right? Take them to Macy's and shit. I've never taken my dog to Macy's. You need to you watch. You need, and, and listen to this. <laughs> Look. Watch. <laughs> take your dog. No. Take your dog anywhere. It's weird. Listen, oh no, wait, can I just Hold on. Can I just tell you? Listen, look at, look at the impact that dogs have on people. First of all, they're a lot fucking nicer. Humans. Facts. Okay? Facts. Humans. Every single time I take Jorge anywhere, oh my gosh, can I pet your dog? Can I pet your dog? Everyone wants affection. (laughs) All these motherfuckers be wanting some love. Let me tell you why I won't take my dogs out in public. Uh. I'm at Santa Monica Beach one day. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, hey, kids, let's go have a picnic at the beach. Mm. Okay, we go. And I'm yeah. like, oh, wait a minute. The beach that I just selected yeah. is not dog friendly. Oh, yeah. No. Damn it, Oscar. What are we going to do with you? Mm. Right? So I'm like, okay. 
we go, we come back. And I'm like, let's leave Oscar in the car so we can go back, pack everything up. Okay. Take it back to the car. Yeah. That's my, because we can't be here. Right. On my way back, we start approaching. There's people at your car. And there's people all around my car. Of course. For the record. I turned the windows do do were down. It <laughs> was not boiling hot. Okay. I just went. I was not even more than five minutes from my car. Yeah. And I'm approaching. Yeah. And there's an angry mob around my car <laughs> throwing water in my car. Stop it. Getting the water bottles and like squirting them in oh. the car so that Oscar who's apparently dehydrating and dying, oh can God. drink water off of the steering wheel. <laughs> you better. How many, how, many Karens, how many Karens were there? Seven of them. Oh, my God, no. At this point, my kids don't even want to approach the car. Yeah, hell no. Because everyone's upset. I had notes <laughs> on my car that said, dog killer. Oh, my gosh. Uh, this is not... I'm dead fucking serious. <laughs> I finally... I start clicking the... Lock button, yeah. the unlock button. Like I'm car, coming. So they know that I'm coming. Look around. And right. I'm like, oh my God, please go away. Please go away. Yeah. So that my kids and I can safely get to our car. They don't. They move away <laughs> and they're talking shit to me. I'm just trying to load my supplies and my kids in the car. Who I, are and you? at this point, I'm like, I'm not even going to say anything because they don't know what just happened. Right. And, but by this time, boop. Stop. No. Okay. No way. And then he's like, ma'am, is your dog registered? Oh, my God. The whole thing. Never. Did you get a ticket for that? Yes, I did. <laughs> because my dog wasn't registered. I had just got Oscar. <laughs> and the shelter fixes your dog. Yeah. And ships your dog. But yeah. they don't register your dog. They oh register your dog. Because otherwise you'll get a ticket. Yeah. Like me. Yeah. I will never take my dogs. Let that be a lesson to you. Again. <laughs> no. It wasn't even five minutes. It w- I, 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 you know, I you had that one coming, though. No, no, I didn't. I feel like Bullshit. you, yeah, you, you really asked for that one. What are you talking about? The dog was trying to <laughs> attack all the birds that were coming by. Right. I have fucking toddlers. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, make a parent choice. Put the dog in the car, lower the windows, run yeah. back with the toddlers, yeah. pack everything up, and run back to your car. It <laughs> was not longer than eight minutes. I don't know, girl. I I think that these people have like, you know how Batman would have the light if something was going on. Batman, you look. It's like someone lit a light Mm -hmm. and let everybody know there was an irresponsible dog owner who left their dog for less than three minutes. I don't know how to defend you. (laughs) Just defend me as a mother at that point. A mother of toddlers. I don't know what to do here. I wanted to beat... You know what? That's You're my moment of rage. You're damned if you do, damned if you yeah. don't. Cause exactly. Because if you would have flipped it, you would have left the kids in the car. I would never... Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying, if you would have flipped the script <laughs> and, and left the kids in the car instead of the dog, it'd kids be even in the worse car with the dog. Which, which let me just <laughs> so tell you. Pick, you picked the lesser of the two evils and you I got did. the lesser of the two but let me tell punishments, you. but you were, but you were screwed if you did. Screwed I, if you did. Uh, yeah. Sure. Or maybe people should just have fucking compassion and give people no. the benefit of the doubt because i'm gonna tell you this mm. there was this one dude dodger stadium kid just lets go of the dad's arm and beats it into the little swings yeah. i saw this dad yeah. with his other little infant child run after this toddler yeah but finally when he catches up the toddler rah, breaks away so now i'm thinking if we were really to switch the tables would I have put my kids in the car? Like, if I had rambunctious kids like that who yeah. were breaking away from me, I'd lock them in the car. Like, and that's what I mean by we don't see the fools. We react before we yeah, see we the full story. Yeah, we know what actually Like, shut happened. the fuck up. What would you have done? Yeah. You wouldn't even know what your mind would be blown and explode yeah. if you had to make a life decision yeah. like that because you have no kids. Right, right. Like, you could have been tying your kid's shoe. Exactly. Just give people a minute. Away. Right. Just give people a minute. Triggered. Oh, I yeah. was triggered. You know, okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I take Jorge everywhere, and everyone appreciates it. And I don't leave well, him in the Jorge car. Because Jorge is such a people person. <laughs> I do love Jorge. Well, I don't know Macy's Jorge, so I mean, Jorge is such a people's person, though. And yes, he and he does really good in public. In fact, um, he's a great car dog. He does he wonderful does so in the car. He does so. That's so very good. impressive. He's he just, really good outdoors. The only time he's does bad so is when he's in the backyard here. Yeah. Because he does yeah. he, he, loses, <laughs> he loses his mind. He gets triggered by the neighbor's dog. Yeah. He has this <laughs> or ego is it thing. Oscar? It's both. 
He gets triggered by the neighbor's dog, and then Oscar gets on the Jorge gang and like, let's yeah. go, let's fuck shit up. Yeah, that's what happens. He gets all amped up. He'd be acting a fool, but no, not a, not at the Macy's. He is a sophisticated animal. And a couple of weeks ago, I went to Michael's because you know business, New Year, New Me, and shit. <laughs> um, so a couple of weeks ago, I go to Michael's and I pick up some stuff, and I had to go return it. It was stock paper that didn't fit in my printer. So I return it, and then the lady's like, oh, my God, you were just here a few weeks ago. It's nice to see you again. People fucking remember. And then she was all nice, and then she continued to show me a picture of her pets. Oh, God. I'm t- it's just, it's oh a God. beautiful thing. You got to go, go out with your dog. You're you make telling friends. Me, you're telling me that Jorge is a chameleon, mm-hmm. and this son of a bitch knows how to act. Depending mm-hmm. on where he's at. Mm-hmm. So he's going to be proper at Macy's, yep. Yep. but fuck shit up at my house. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. Because he knows. You know what that's called? It's called a filter. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Because as a kid yes. growing up, I is. had a filter just like that. Yep. I knew exactly when to act proper. Yep. When to use the right language when I was yes. at home with my parents or with mm-hmm. family. And I knew I had the, the other filter or the so, filter that would turn off. Mm-hmm. So who? Act a fool. So who's the real Barley and who's the real Jorge? That's Listen, and, and to add to that too, a great question. Jorge will see other dogs in public. He doesn't bark. He doesn't act like he acts here. He cries. What? Yeah. Yeah. Because he knows. Because he knows better. He just wants to have friends. Yep. He just but he knows friends. like he has to stay in line. <laughs> can be acting oh, out. He's got a great filter. So the cry he, he's on a leash, so he so knows. So the cry is him saying, mm-hmm. I really want to release who yes. I am, but I yes. can't because I'm yes. at fucking Macy's. Yep. <laughs> it's fine. And it's fine. I prefer it that way because I need Jorge to, I mean, if he wants to have outings with me like that, which he loves it. Damn, Natalie, you got your dog on check. Yes. Yes, I do. So. Mm-hmm. Meow, 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 meow. We love Jorge. Bartley is slacking with the yeah, meow. Sorry. It's okay. It's because Bartley's in this conversation with us. Um, this you see what I'm animals about, do to us. I'm all about the dogs right now. So this is what this is what happens. We're nicer. We fucking want to have all these. Com- we want to have our experiences about dogs. Everyone just forgets their problems. Meow 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 meow. Bartley, what was your first pet? Oh man, so I couldn't have a pet growing up. Um, why? Did I they lived, give your parents allergies too? No, it was because my where I lived, they didn't allow animals. Oh, yeah. So I had a goldfish. That. That's that was my first pet. I like that. I and had it didn't last long. Fish. Forgot to feed it. Oh, I froze one one time. Hold on, I'm sorry. Back it up. Yeah. Did you so just say you froze one? Yeah, it was accidental. I had it too close to the window. Oh. It was like oh. winter time. It froze over. Oh, wow. Man. Yeah. It was that cold, and I didn't think it did. I would hate to be a first-time pet in your house. My sister had a little little turtle mm. one, at one time in our house when she was in high school. It was named mm. Billy Bob Joe. Oh. <laughs> did it live long? Yeah. Turtles lived, live long. It lived a really long I'm time. I'm sure it had really? a social security number. Probably has better credit <laughs> than me. <laughs> <laughs> what, do you think we named our dogs after after human names? Give all of them social security numbers. Hold on. Those lines of credits out. My mom was telling me, I feel really weird yelling at the at the animals when they're here. And I'm like, why? She goes, because they're human names. Jorge. He's got Jorge. Oscar. Oscar. Tracy. Sophia. And Sophia. Yeah. You're like, man, you're yelling at everybody left and right. Human names. Can't yell shit. at White Lightning because you never see her. Exactly. And she doesn't have a human name. And she's also half Duchess, so. <laughs> but um, that was good. You feel better? I feel so much better. I kind of have a surprise for you. You do? Yeah, a little bit. Why? But let's talk about this. For for people who don't have I'm pets. I'm looking for it on the outline. And are thinking about pets. Mm. What would you tell them? I would say only. Go to your nearest shelter and foster an animal. Yes. Yes, that's actually a good idea first. And you can always take it back if you don't feel... Because you'll, you could always adopt it at the end, right? Correct. I'm um, sorry. I've never fostered a, an animal. But um, I would say, like, it has... You know what has made me more compassionate about animals? Um, there was... A friend of ours had shared this page with us. I don't know if you remember, Vicky. It was um, um, who is Bunny or where is Bunny or something like that. And it's, oh, the dog that talks? 
or yeah. through the yeah. keyboard. The yeah. dog communicates with buttons. And ever since I started following that page, let me look them up for sure because I want to give them a whole bunch of credit. Um, the dog tells its owner, you know, when it wants to play, when it's scared, when it wants to go outside. It knows that's amazing. It knows the other, um, like the, the they go on like play dates with other dogs, and the dog will ask for the other um, the other dogs by their name with through the buttons and all of that. And so from then, and then even it, the dog will tell the the owner, "I love you, mom." And it's just like what the first it was like, what the fuck is this? Like Do they have one for cats. Out. And they have one for cats. No, too. yes, cats they do. wouldn't use it. Come yes, on. Come yes, on. Apparently they, they do. do. I will send you the page. Yeah, um, except theirs would be like, "Fuck you, yeah. get away from me." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Leave me no, alone, bitch. Thing. Yep, for sure. Um, so, I think it's. Hold on, I'm pulling it up right now. So, if I got you another mini duchess, would you accept the mini duchess? I don't think I would. Why? Oh, I don't know. It's too soon. What do you mean it's? Too soon. My my cat just died. I don't Listen, I don't know that I would want to. Just replace it. No, I don't think I'm ready to replace. You want to respect Dutch's RIP. Yeah, I I don't know. I I go back and forth about it. Like maybe I should have, you know, it's three cats, but it is three cats. No! <laughs> <laughs> Mia. Mia is giving me oh my gosh, she's giving me a baby cat. So <laughs> we just Yes, we just fostered two brothers uh, two weeks ago. Oh, and one of them actually looks, is, is Duchess's kind. Yeah, what kind she's was, a little what? cream color. <laughs> mm, and she has blue eyes. Is a boy or a girl? It's a boy. Oh, he has. Oh, Wait, what is the opposite of a Duchess? A duke. <gasps> it's duke. a duke. Duke. Dukesters. The dukies. Oh, it's Okay, it's fine. You don't want them, so. No, I couldn't. <laughs> I couldn't. But I'm going to let you just hang out here. Because you're so cute. Just Thank foster you, kittens. Just foster kittens. Yeah. Which I, you should do anyway if you're a listener. Don't try it. Just foster. Yeah. Go to your shelters. Do the right thing. Yeah. You Be know. a part of the solution. And if you see a street dog somewhere, just try to find its owner. Mm-hmm. You know, it's looking for someone. But, um, is that a wrap? I, you feel good? Yeah, I feel I good. I feel good, too. I feel good. This was a great therapy session. I feel like I let it all out. <sighs> Love is possible by all species. Yeah. Yeah. It's like even a tree. If you grow, plant a tree and the oh, tree grows yeah. and you cut the tree down, Absolutely. it's like that's a piece of your soul. Yeah. You don't so, know how many, like how many times yeah. I've needed to just like look at my plants and just move them around and play. It's such good therapy. It is good therapy. It's necessary therapy. So yeah. get you a living thing. Get you a living thing. Get you a living and thing. And learn to love that living thing. Yeah. Unconditionally. Mm. You know Hashtag what I'm saying? Unconditional love. Yeah. So um, last but not least, we got to shout out these countries. Uh-oh. I haven't seen this. I feel like in a month. So this is really exciting. Thank you, Norway. Thank you, Germany. The UK. Peru. Mexico. The Philippines. Yes. And we have very many downloads from Hungary and Canada. So all y'all in Hungary and in Canada that are having conversations about our podcast and sharing it and all of that, y'all the real MVP. So keep liking, keep sharing. Send us an email. We're down to go out to Hungary, Canada, Norway, Germany, the UK, Peru, Mexico, and the Philippines. We are down. Yeah. I love all of it. So thank you guys so much. Increase the peace. Thank you to everyone who joined us this week. I am Ricky Limota, and I'm joined by the beautiful Natalie Mota. And we're live from Rose City Sound Studios in the beautiful Inland Empire. Shouts out to Big Brother Jake for all of the love and support. Today's episode was produced by the infamous Juice Box Bartley. We are on this frequency. Make sure to share us, like us. We drop a new episode every Wednesday, wherever you listen to podcasts, that's where you'll find us. Make sure if you have any questions, you got topics you want to talk about, Hit us up, email us on this frequency at gmail.com. Support the movement, drop it like it's hot. See you later, y'all. Meow, meow.
fucking shit balls.